now. Welcome to the European Ham Radio Show, where everyone is 5'9", except for Bob, which is in Spain, and uh, sounds like uh, some kind of QRP station. Uh, and um, yeah, welcome, everyone. Um, that was as far as I actually planned this intro. I need, to start, I need to start planning better, and I need to start planning before we start the intro music. It's just a limited of, uh, amount of planning that can go into 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, uh, I think you're doing fine. The best yeah. part of the show is when we don't plan and we just like wing it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's when it's good. That actually yeah. works pretty well for a lot of shows. I saw Mike and two Mak and uh, some of his buddies had the Northeast Ham Radio show or something yesterday. Uh, the first episode yesterday, uh, and uh, that was um, that was a killer show. They didn't really have a topic, but they ended up. Uh, <laughs> dominating an hour nice cool. yeah so um yeah. i guess those shows so we work. have uh, we have to do better now right <laughs> we have to do better uh and uh, there's a lot of people in the chat already uh we're starting to get to the point where uh it's kind of hard to mention everyone but uh bob is a cinco cinco yeah cinco 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 five five yes Whoa! Hey. Um. So let's see. Let's start off I've with got, our. I've got a. You real quick. You know what? I I think I have it on um video. I was about seven beers deep, and um I was right here, and I was on the radio, and I was hearing these guys in South America, and they didn't speak English, and I wanted to make contact with them because I could <laughs> understand. So it's me, drunk, trying to make contact in Spanish. I gotta find that. I'll, I'll really use that. <laughs> uh, we should uh, make a promo reel for the radio show with that. Yeah, was, I, it was so bad. I was I was gonna make a video out of it. The next day, when I sober walk, woke up and watched, I was like, "Oh, heck!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, next time, press the go live button. <laughs> yeah, uh, stream on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you so, guys are missing all the the best bits here. I just um, threw my drink onto the floor, so the whole shack is swimming. So, <laughs> but oh, I'm that, coping. Yeah, just a bit of wiping going on here. <laughs> but at, at least power did not go off during a concert with your beer, beer spilling. I'm not gonna say any more about that. But uh, I had to do some panic engineering at work yesterday. <laughs> We still have uh, 57 minutes to go. It's not too late yep. yet. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and ter Terry asked if I've sent the prices out. I have, and I've sent them as a letter because sending them as a track package was uh, way too expensive. So uh, let me know when it arrives, and um, and you'll get your radios, and uh, Andy will get his antenna, and we have another price today. Yeah, sending as a package from Norway, isn't that like 30, 40 pound or dollars or something like that? For a tracked shipment out of Norway? Uh, yeah, it depends if it's Europe or North America. But uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, sending like... as a letter is a lot cheaper. Is that a domestic stamp you put on Walt's letter, Chetel? 
No, that's uh, the, that's uh, the world. So that's a Viking ship traveling to North America. Ah. So that oh. is a, an old Norwegian so setup. Not, not done. That's been done. Back in the day, a thousand years ago, that actually happened. So that's cool. Yes. To discover America? Yeah, Leif Erikson did. Yep. Uh, I thought I thought they brought Columbus on a, a Viking ship. No, I'm right? actually no. Uh, like. I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> while, we're, while we're still off topic, I'm gonna, let, let me finish that one up. Um, uh, in uh, in Canada, Lanzar Meadows, they found a Viking like uh, establishment from the. It, they uncovered it. It was covered like grown over or whatever. I, I maybe now I'm guessing, but I was saying 75, 80 years ago in the in the last century. They, yeah. And they, they, they kind of think it was uh, Leif Erickson's uh, thing. And then there's also, uh, all the way down here in Virginia and North Carolina, there are these uh, places in rocks. They have these holes that were man-made in them, and they no one can explain them. And they think that the Vikings may have even come this far. Yes. Uh, I, I just I read that. And I even read that uh, Leif Erickson was not the first one. It was actually a generation before, as far as I read. But I can't really remember if I read that in an article or a novel. So uh, I'm not going <laughs> to present that as fact. Hey, we'll just make it up as we go along. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think if you, if you want credit for discovering new continents, then marketing is uh, is the most important bit. So I'm, I'm guessing life was uh, was good at marketing. It, yeah. it doesn't matter anyway. Now they'll just go back and revise history. But I don't want to get political. Let's go. Yeah. My uh, first uh, QSL cards were of a Viking ship that was uh, set, that was sailed from Karmé, where I lived, over to the United States in 2016. I remember. Uh, they, it came here. It came, yeah, through, came through our port. Yeah, and they had to have life rafts, they had to have radar, they had to have satellite gear and everything just to be safe. Uh, so, um, <laughs> But th that was my first QSL card to bring this into a radio topic. Yeah, yeah. and nice. uh, speaking about radio topic, though, I got a, I reached 2,500 uh, subs on my channel uh, this morning. I actually came to a point where I figured if I don't reach it, I'm going to give it away nonetheless this is an al705 magloop from alpha antennas which first belonged to this guy to me two over there and uh, then to me this is a ham famous magloop it's been in uh, three of my videos and um it, that magloop crossed the pacific with me not in a viking ship um we were on a, a 747 <laughs> and we uh, took it i took it to uh Kauai, hawaii the farthest island the, the westernmost island of hawaii it went there with me um then it i first video i did with it was in uh wisconsin up near minnesota where the football team there is called the minnesota vikings um so that was up there in, in wisconsin i used it i've used it here in the harbor there's a video on that um i used it in uh, at the beach talked to uncle gunter uh on the beach in virginia beach with that antenna so uh that antenna then <laughs> Uh, Morton, you or the other one, me and you both uh, didn't have much success in the hotel rooms with it, did we? Uh, but, uh... Uh, I spent 24 hours uh, getting one FT8Q on that antenna. Yeah. And uh, I have another uh, AL705 video, but that's not that antenna. That's another AL705. And that's called, uh, describingly enough, uh, Magloops are from Masochists. Yeah, yeah, I remember that video. But uh, honestly, whoever wins that um, antenna, uh, I'm telling you. If you go outside with that antenna and you're very patient, you could 
make some you'll you'll make a pretty you'll make a pretty impressive show with it <laughs> yeah the, the, the yeah, thing I is so if, if if you manage to tune that antenna it's the best antenna in the world it just uh the matter of actually being able to tune it that's the hard part and, with that antenna. If, I, if i lived in a like a high-rise and i just had a patio you know or a, you know a place out the door uh it would be an excellent antenna uh, you and me both, Morton, we didn't spend enough time with it. That's an antenna that you play with for a month or two, and then you get good at it. And I, I say that in my videos. You, It takes practice. You need to practice and, and develop a skill set with that antenna to use it. And a uh, one to ten reduction gear wouldn't help either. Would help probably as well, or it, it would because there is no reduction gear in the uh, capacitor on that. Um, just a comment about the Vikings here. Uh, William said that uh, the Vikings let the Native Native Americans live. Uh, well, technically, uh, uh, there there is a reason why the Vikings left North America. Uh, and I actually read that in an article and not in a novel. But uh, um, they lost a couple of big battles there and yeah. uh, decided to withdraw from North America and back to Greenland. So um, that is uh, that is why the Vikings didn't stay in North America. Yeah, it, it took us English guys to stay here. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, unlike most of and, the, and the French, were, uh, unlike most of the places, they were not received like nicely and with open arms. <laughs> like, like in the UK. Yes, they had some really nice gift shops. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, let's go on to our first segment of the show after only ten minutes today. Our ham radio week. Um, who want to start? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Okay, Bob. Let, let, let's give it to the guy who's at an interesting location, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, talking about, I'll, I will show off some other location uh, while I'm, uh, oops, what do I lose now? I swear I'm not drunk. Uh, all right. Uh, you're you're Spain. in Spain. Uh, we I'm don't believe you. You don't believe me? So I have to find something. Nah, never mind. I'm not going to try and find something to prove it. But uh, yeah, we're in Spain. Uh, went down for a week because Norway is, uh, I can't say the F word, can I? But it's its very cold and very icy and very full of snow. So uh, we went down here for a week uh, and I got a chance to play some radio today. I went to the beach. I have a, if you check the Discord, uh, Walt, I, I think there's a picture that you will uh, pretty much love, which is a G90 uh, with a beach in the background. So I had a fantastic time at the, the beach today on 20 meters. Uh, managed 30 contacts, I think, awesome. uh, including uh, Manuel, uh, which I normally just speak to on uh, summits. That was uh, that was nice. And uh, uh, Steve from uh, our Discord. Uh, is that Mike One SDH? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And quite a slew of other people I'm I've gotten to know. So it's many familiar voices. And yeah, uh, even one into North America on the 20 watts from the G90. Uh, he showed up uh, when I called the uh, CQ Parks in the air. That was uh, fun. Uh, excellent conditions, excellent weather, uh, excellent food. It's a nice place to be when you're in Norwegian, I think. But sadly, only one um, activation so far. With any sort of luck, I will uh, activate a mountain with a castle uh, in Cartagena, I think it's called, tomorrow. Uh, so we'll see if I, I can uh, manage to make that happen. I'm, I'm here with family, so I have to. Make allowances. That's, That's my cool. week. It's yeah. a great week. 
But, but being there, being there with the family, I made a tweet last weekend on how to conceal a bow thing for a wedding. Um, you should use the same tactics as the replies I got to my tweet. <laughs> I'm not trying to conceal anything. That's I'm not good at that. So I, 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 half of my luggage was uh, radio uh, related. That's um, no point in trying to conceal that. <laughs> so, Walt, how's your week been? It's actually been a great week. I went out portable uh, Tuesday afternoon. I'm working from home now, so I don't have to drive. But when I'm off, I'm off. It gives me time to play in the afternoons now, so it's nice. I, I did something really cool Tuesday afternoon. If you remember that uh, 29-foot off-center-fed uh, sketch I did and that antenna I built, I took it out Tuesday, and uh, I made a contact in the daytime about 200 kilometers away on 80 meters. That was pretty cool. And uh, that was kind of neat. I'm not an 80 meter guy, especially at four o'clock in the afternoon with the sun shining. Um, it's kind of, it was different. The sunshine in Norway at four o'clock in the afternoon right now? Or? Yes, it's it's starting to. Okay. At least here in the south. Okay. Yep. It get dark here now until about 6.30. So, uh, yeah, we're getting a little bit better and better. But um, <laughs> that was fun. Um, and then uh, yesterday, I, I, I got the other antenna. I went to the beach yesterday. I was the guy on the beach yesterday with the G90. And I uh, had some fun. The, the crazy thing was I kind of, it's a halfway vertical for, for 17 meters. And um, it worked great on every band, but 17 meters. But <laughs> 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 So uh, I'm convinced that uh, it's a good antenna. It was just conditions where I'm at. So what I did today, I, I used the X10. If you guys are familiar with that, I don't know if I've got it around here. It has to switch from 49 to 1, 56 to 1, and 64 to 1. And it took the, the 64 to one was the better match. So um, I, I like the antenna enough that I ordered uh, a on Amazon a 64 to one, kind of a 35 US dollar uh, 64 to one unknown on Amazon. It's on its way, it's supposed to be here tomorrow. It's a little different than that one. This one's black. It's got a, it, it's kind of hard to explain. I'll, 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 it'll be in a video soon. Um, I'm going to, um, because the SWR was so good on the, as a half wave for 17, I'm going to, um, you know, I, I, people will probably will agree with me. I use, and I've become like just so dependent on that, uh, tuner, the internal tuner of the G90. I'm starting to kind of get too crazy with antennas and just throwing up in, I mean, it'll tune any wire. So what I'm going to do, I, I like that antenna so much. I'm going to use this bigger, this 100 watt rated, uh, 64 to one. And I'm going to take the Azu, the FT891 out and throw it up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and also, my, my plans, all, I, we always say your, hand, your radio week, and then I always say what I'm going to do next week. I'm sorry. but uh, no, That's but, still planning. Planning is part of the ham radio week. Last week kind of leads to this week. Um, and, and another thing is I never operate portable when it's dark. I don't think I've done that but once or twice in a video, maybe once. Um, so I think um, Tuesday night or so, I'm going to go out, um, let it get dark first, and I'm going to put up, using the FT891, 100 watts again with a resident antenna, I'm going to take a ham stick out, a 40-meter ham stick, and see how I can do with that. So that's the plan. Um, so from what I've been doing over the last week or two, I'm really kind of thinking to myself, all right, enough of these wild idea antennas that you keep dreaming up and sketching up. I mean, they're cool and they're working and everything, but it's time to reel it in a little bit and start doing some <laughs> resonant antennas instead of stuff that you need the tuner for. And because uh, I really need to start using that that eight ninety one, I 
I bought it and I like used it three or four times, if that, like three times portable. And uh, it's a lot of money to spend to just have that thing sitting here looking pretty. You know what I mean? I need to use it. So that was my week, and that's next week. And uh, sorry I missed you guys last week. I got to be honest with you. It's three o'clock in the afternoon here in the States when we get started. And sometimes life just grabs me. So. Yeah, that, no worries, Walt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are chores to do on a Sunday at 3 p.m., right? <laughs> well, I'm a little worried that summer's really going to be tough. But we'll, I'll be honest with you. There may be me on the beach live this summer when we're doing this. And uh, we'll have to get some headphones or something to keep the... Uh, the sounds of the seagulls and everything else out because it's going to be tough in the summer, but we'll get it done. We did it last That's, summer. We did last summer. It worked fine last summer. And uh, I even did it from a campsite in Sweden. So, yeah, um, yeah it's uh, no problem. Nothing to, can to stop modern, right? <laughs> well, actually, my, my Microsoft Surface 2 uh, stopped me. <laughs> uh, or the Surface Go 2. It just didn't have enough power to do uh, streaming. There's a great there's a great uh, comment on here from uh, William. Planning on a rag chew on 7.2 megahertz there, Walt. Okay, that's um, he'll he'll laugh at this. That's usually when 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 40 meter bands really crowded. That's what I tune to to hit the tune button to tune my antenna up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could go like understand that joke. Um, 7200 is a um, how old are we? I'm trying not to say a profanity word. A crap show. It is a joke. 7,200 is like just, it's, it's just the wild West. Everyone's crazy and uh, cussing each other out. 7,200 in North America is the worst place for any ham. Don't, you know, like don't cut it on when you have children in the room. It's a joke. It's a way of saying, do I plan on a rag chew? It's a dumpster fire. Wait, right. But yeah, like I said, um, I, honestly, I'm not kidding. I, I, when the bands are crowded, I just go to 7200 when I got to tune my uh, tune my radio because I don't care. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, was that your week and next week, Walt? That's my week next week. Today, yep. yesterday. I'll shut up now. Got next, next. <laughs> uh, Tobias. Yeah, not a lot of ham radio this week, a lot of PC maintenance, uh, because I keep putting that off, you know, just the usual uh, update your drivers, do a backup stuff, and that all costs time if you have three machines uh, to maintain. Uh, I had high hopes for the BIOS update to fix my audio issues, but <laughs> as we've all seen, it didn't work. Um, so I have to keep working on that because it's really annoying when, uh, I think whenever the USB a USB device with audio capabilities uh, connects or disconnects, uh, the re rest of all audio devices stop working. And that's not really convenient when you are streaming or recording videos. Um, apart from that, uh, yeah, I prepared a picture for today's show because we said it's about tubes. So I got a few tubes that I had lying around. I have none of them. Um, in any machine doing anything useful, but that that's uh, my my historic tube collection. So, um, and that's as much as I can co contribute to the topic of, uh, of tubes this uh, today. Um, ah, yeah, and in the front you see, uh, I started uh, with a little contraption with a few buttons and I tried to make a little stream deck um, because the USB, um, Bluetooth uh, keyboard is also dropping out when I'm at my workbench. So I thought I'll just have something small with a few buttons 
that I can uh, switch scenes or uh, between. Yeah, that uh, Stream Deck yeah, so... is an amazing tool when doing what we do. Um, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's it's right here, and it does all all that I want to do. So, uh, and it's not a complicated exactly. device. But I'm so... doing it on a on a cheaper level with six buttons, and that should be enough for me. I hope <laughs> six buttons is more than enough. I have uh, four buttons that I use on my Stream Deck. So, okay, uh, yeah, that was my ham radio week, and uh, yeah, apart from that, yeah, not much ham radio, but um, I have high hopes for next week, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, and I just want to say that, uh, I would just want to shoot in when talking about Stream Deck. My reason for buying a Stream Deck was not streaming, I bought it before I started streaming, but it was to have an extra control surface for farming simulator, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I had to do some. I had to do something during COVID when I was out of work. So I spent uh, an endless amount of hours driving tractors and pulling fields. Okay. I'm not sure if I would admit to that, but uh, that's brave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Shetel, your week? Yeah, uh, it's been busy, but not that much radio stuff. Uh, I've been to two meetings. Uh, first, there was a Norwegian SOTA meeting, uh, like an online meeting with uh, presentations about summits on the air. Uh, was a new operator that uh, shared his experiences uh, trying his radio for the first time on a summit, for example, which was really interesting. Uh, lots of learning points. And um, then there was um, MCOM meeting, emergency or someone's um, Jensen meeting, which was also quite interesting. Uh, and I got some new stuff. I got the antenna uh, that I ordered off N9SAB a few weeks back when we had him on the show here. Uh, so I got him to make a, a custom uh, one uh, of center-fed dipole for 60 meters, which was cut with uh, quite a lot of slack so I could uh, adapt it to Norwegian bands. Um, and took that out to test it today. Firstly, like the build quality is amazing on it. It looks really nice. Oh, uh, good stuff, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it um, it tuned really nicely, up, or it didn't tune, but it didn't need tuning for 60 meters. Uh, it was uh, slightly too high in the band how I mounted it, which is kind of weird way, but still. Uh, was. But it was like uh, within the entire 60 meter band, it was less than 1.3 to 1. So still quite decent to say it that way. And that's the uh, Norwegian 60 meters band, which is uh, wider than the most. Yeah, that was from 5 to 60 and up. 5 to 50 is the end of our band. So, um, but it's uh, per better, even higher up in the band. But uh, who, like, it's not that critical, to say the least. Uh, it was also perfect on 10 meters. And actually, also the SVR sweep showed that on CB radio, 11 meters, it would be perfect. Uh, it was one to one through the entire 27 and 28 uh, megahertz up to 28.5 or something. Uh, no, that, is, that is good. Yeah. yeah. Very impractical to mount a uh, one of those on your truck or whatever you drive <laughs> it on, but still. <laughs> uh, so one issue I had with that, uh, it has a BNC plug. Uh, I don't have any coaxes with BNC plugs in either end. So I bought some. And uh, they do not fit the instructions uh, from the website. So I think either I've sent the wrong type or I'm an idiot. Uh, so um, 
I could not make them fit on the cable. You could use the solution I use, uh, Adap cheap, ad cheap adapters. Yeah, that's what I use. I have never mastered the art of mounting a BNC connector, so I make all my cables with uh, uh, PL plugs and uh, use adapters for everything else. Yeah. Get a Chinese uh, BNC connectors, but get a good crimper. You will get, I think, 100 uh, BNC connectors for about $1.50 from China, but you need good crimpers to put them on. Uh, that's, uh, that's the key. Yeah, this was a solder connector that I got from a re rather reputable Norwegian store, which probably cost the same as one uh, as a hundred uh, Chinese ones. Uh, uh, but it, is, times better. Is is that store going to be at the Hamfest next weekend? Yeah, I sent them a mail. So ho uh, hopefully, I'm just an idiot and try to mount it the wrong way. Um, but. Um, yeah, uh, that's that kind of stuff happens. Uh, and but... and I, I'm assuming that you bought this from the store that uh, the only good store. Yes. Uh, so I'm guessing that will be sorted out. Uh, I wouldn't be worried about that. Yeah, but uh, of course I have um, converters, so I just had to put the three converters in line to make something work, <laughs> and uh, still had good SWR. Um, I found a really good reason to replace my uh, Sota Beams mast. Uh, a few weeks back, I got, or two weeks back, I got a splinter from mine. Like, uh, you know, when they start splintering up at the end? So I got a splinter in my thumb here, and that never came out. And then suddenly mm. this week, it got infected uh, and uh, <laughs> got like suddenly just twice as a thick thumb with lots of yellow goop coming out. Um, mm. so that was interesting. Had to have a little chat with the doctor and stuff like that. So replace your antennas before they break people. And, um, and, and actually, um, you wouldn't really believe this, but the masks are the most dangerous part of ham radio, right? Oh, unless, unless you go on summit, then it's high. Yeah. 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 Or bicycles. Um, no, that is just me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Gintu throws some bicycles as well. But uh, he, he tends to stay on them most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Um, was that your entire week? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I had a really short ham radio week. Uh, I had a ham radio day today. Um, went out, did a poda with also a, a 9SAB antenna, the G5RV. And um, had really high hopes for the antenna. What I did not take into consideration was the weather. <laughs> uh, it started snowing by the time, well, about the time I went out. And it snowed really bad. And um, using a wire antenna on a DX Commander mast on a drive-on mount on your car uh, with really no places to guide the ends and not enough rope it does not make for a happy activation. But <laughs> I'm, I managed to get the antenna up. Uh, I had my camera in the car, but I figured, no, this is not going to be an activation that I'm going to film. Uh, it was not nice weather for B-roll B or anything. So um, started out on 10, couldn't really get anyone on 10, or I couldn't get anyone on 10, actually. Um, went to 12, had an instant pileup with North America on 12. Uh, tried it on 15, but, um, well, G5RVs don't really work on 15, uh, which I discovered. So um, 15 was no winner. Um, I couldn't get the SWR down enough. Uh, 
did 17 had Alaska on 17, which was really nice. I think it was my first, my first Poda Alaska contact actually. Mm. Cool. Uh, fun fact though, Alaska is actually closer to us than Florida. So, um, and uh, even closer to us than Walt is. So it's not that far geographically, but it's um, it's less populated. Yeah, if you look around, everybody, everybody looks around the globe that, that yeah, but uh, that way. And like, yep. Yep. So um, that was really fun. Um, had a pileup on twenty, um, which was sometimes fun and other times not so fun. Uh, the usual offenders there uh, asked for DX stations. Um, Got a Dutch station and a German station coming in uh, on top of a weaker American station. Um, so, um, but then I just commented that uh, neither Netherlands nor uh, Germany are DX and they're both in Europe. And then something funny happened because you remember last week where we discussed if uh, Great Britain is still part of uh, Europe? <laughs> A guy came in, no call sign, nothing. And he just said, uh, is the UK part of Europe? <laughs> and I said, yes, it is, even though Brexit happens. And then another ham came in and said, I don't agree with that. No call sign. <laughs> and then I finally, think it's some uh, kind uh, of trauma, the, right? <laughs> yeah, finally, the last guy came in and says, why are you so rude? Uh, they're just jealous because you know, and, and the, then I just said, it, it's on the British Empire, baby. Yeah, and, th and then, then I then I just said, it's my pileup, I run it the way I want, and I expect people to behave in my pileup. Um, so it was, um, it was a fun activation, got 83 ish in the log, I think. So, uh, not too bad. Uh, might go out for an activation tomorrow. I have tomorrow off. Um, I only have a three day work week next week, so um. That'll make it a lot easier. Uh, and going to a ham fest on Saturday. Yep. As I think uh, yeah, at least you have a big uh, Norwegian ham meetup coming up, right? We do. Yep. Are you are you coming to buy us? Uh, there no, are I was, I, I, I was thinking about it before I moved my doctor's appointment to Friday. So I was. Uh, it's not so. Yeah. Was not so super expensive when I checked initially. We, mean, are, we are only, the hotel. <laughs> yeah, we are only going to be there, or at least me and Sietra is only going to be there on Saturday, though. So, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's about an hour flight from, from Munich or something. So, yeah, I'm going to do a very nice uh, drive to Sota up there, a five pointer or like two, two plus three. Where, uh, which, which, which one? Trivon? Trivon, yes. Oh, is that is that a five pointer now? I might even consider yeah. doing that then. It's a two-pointer plus a three with bonus. And you do have to walk from the car at least like five meters or so. Uh, yeah. So uh, I forgot uh, in my week, I also did two potas yesterday and one really booming, 75 QSOs with a 10-watt radio. Wow. Uh, so I forgot something. And somebody in the chat, it's important. I got to say this. Uh, yep. Mike, Mike into MAK. Um, I, I came back here in the room Friday night and cut the radio on. I swear I didn't look at the uh, spot or anything and just spinning the dial around 40 meters. And I heard him, uh, he was uh, activating POTA and he had a pile up. I'm telling you, I had never heard a pile up like this. And I broke the pile up. Of course, I, I kind of waited until there was just a quick little lull. And, 
24 hours, yeah. <laughs> and and th then you, you got to remember, though, that you have a call sign that kind of raced through pileup. So, well, a little bit, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Mike, uh, I see he's in the chat. I, I that was that was cool. I get him in the log, especially on 40 meters for me. And, uh, and I, like I said, I just had the G90, I just wired it to my little bad uh, antenna out of the house here. Anyway, back to you guys. I just, when I saw him on there, I was like, yeah, I forgot about that. That was cool that week. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I think we mentioned it in the beginning of the show, but Mike premiered uh, another live show yesterday, uh, Northeast Ham Radio, I think it was, uh, with him with 741 and a couple of other New England uh, ham tubers. Um, I listened to it. Uh, that's the good thing about having YouTube premium. We can just turn the screen off and still listen to YouTube. Hmm. So I listened to it uh, on my drive home from work this morning. Um, and... Um, I guess that, that's our weeks. I'm going to find the StreamYard giveaway tool here uh, quickly uh, in order to start the giveaway soon and let people come in. And I, I just got to say, uh, the winner has to pay for shipping for the antenna themselves. Uh, but uh, I'll give you a price quote and we'll do some PayPal or something and, and make that happen. But you have a YouTube channel to present today, Shetan. Yes, I have another European one. And this is Oscar Echo 5, Judith Foxtrot Echo. And as you can see, he does summits. Uh, he has some really nice one. Uh, of course, he's from Austria, which has a lot of really nice mountains. I've never been there, but I so want to do that. Uh, also had a really nice expedition there to Tenerife, Echo Alpha 8, or the Canary Islands, which we discussed earlier, if that's Europe or Africa, and at least... From QRZ's point of view, it is uh, Africa. So uh, if you want to see some nice, uh, heavy operations uh, in the Austrian mountains and other places, then I highly recommend going into Oscar Echo 5, uh, Judith Foxtrot Echo's uh, channel and having a look and uh, subscribe to mm -hmm. him as well. I am absolutely going to sub to that channel. Yeah, he can we? Uh, can can you put that in the show notes on, the, on YouTube, uh, Morten, and I'll make sure to copy it to the mm -hmm. blog? Uh, yep. I will do that as far as I can remember, but just put the link in the chat. Thank you, Jeter. Yep. So I put the link in the chat and uh, help him out and enjoy his videos and uh, the, the, that amazing uh, scenery that you got down there in the high mountains in mid Europe. Like they are lucky to have absolutely. That. Uh, um, so. Let's see. I am. Uh... That's uh, almost like your um, like your place of living, Morten. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> we don't have much summits here. <laughs> uh, it is still my intention for next year to to activate all of uh, Morten's region in one day. Yeah, And since you says all of them, there 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 are only two summits here. Yeah, both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but and... one of them is really nice, at least in winter. Which one is that? Uh, the Linne Kleppen. It, it is. I've only actually only been there in in winter. So uh, and it's nice in winter, and it's uh, it's not a too bad of a hike up there. No, I camped on top. Uh, did a SOTA activation with uh, Lima Mike Ten SOTA when we had that call sign. It was minus twenty degrees Celsius or thereabouts. A beautiful night outdoors. You're insane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, on that note, if you want to win the uh, AL705, which has been owned by both Walt and me, uh, the code word in the chat is uh, hashtag Magloop. 
And uh, I just got to say, once again, a winner has to pay for uh, shipping. And you can see the ticker down there as well. Uh, we'll let this run for, let's say, 15 minutes. Uh, or until we have as many entrants as we have viewers. So um, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. We have 27 viewers, so I expect at least 27 uh, entries to the, uh, to the giveaway. Uh, Wade F. As if it will be signed, I can sign it nonetheless. And yeah. I'll even throw in a European Ham Radio Show sticker. And I think I have a Coastal Waves and Wires sticker here somewhere. There you go. Uh, yeah. So if if I can find it, I'll throw in both stickers there. And now on to today, today's topic. Oh, we have why, tra why transistors are better than tubes. Uh, or why newer radios are better than older radios, uh, which is kind of... Perhaps I, it may be in the old guy here. Yes, I, I disagree. I'm a tube. I love tubes. Sound, <laughs> but uh, you got to realize when I was a kid, our radios in the houses all had tubes. And I would like to thank you, Morton, and all of you guys for using the word tube because that's the American version of English. It's a valve in the UK, right? Valves versus whatever. But anyway, no, I, no, all, all serious. I, I've got a. There's a. I can't even look where tube radio. There it is this way. There's a, that's a tube radio there to the Halicrafters. Uh, I don't have it powered right now, but when that thing powers up and you're uh, receiving with it, man, just the, the warmth and the sound of a tube um, is, is just amazing. Okay. Now you guys all tell me how wrong. Yep. I, Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, I agree with you. And um, as I mean, I, I work in showbiz and um a lot of musicians have tube amps on stage and they sound better. But the thought of bringing a tube radio out in the field and the thought of having a newer modern radio, uh, which is what I'm saying now is not necessarily tube related, but having a waterfall and um, and all the filtering of a modern radio, it's it's probably more a convenience thing than uh, than actually a sound thing. And Jeff says that most guitar players uh, like tube amps. Guitar players, bass players. Um, they sound so good. And not not to forget the uh, forget the famous uh, Hammond B3 and C3 organs. The cool thing about tube radios, too, like I said, when I was a kid, uh, my grandparents uh, had a farm in North Carolina, and I spent my summers there. And we had a the my bedroom had a tube radio in it. There you go. Tobias just did it. That that green eye. Oh, most of the old radios had that on it. And yeah. to lay in bed and to lay in bed and watch that thing, it was just so cool. I mean, it was just like a really neat thing. I was, you know, medium wave radio at night back then was just amazing. Yeah, it's the same with um, the Tandberg radios we had here in Norway. They had some really cool cat size that you could tune with, and I found that so fascinating. So yeah. my grandfather had this huge, like, uh, table-sized radio that was uh, thrown away when he, he passed away. Sadly, I had no place to put it, but that was so amazing to look at. That's cat's eye right there on this radio. This radio <laughs> right here is, a, I think I've shown it before, and we've talked about it before, but it is, this was a mil-spec U.S. Navy ships entertainment radio. So mm. it's HF, basically from the medium wave all the way through the short wave bands, but it was made for, for uh, the ship's entertainment, but it, it has the same thing. It has the cat's eye, the, the eye that glows there too. 
really cool old radio. I think it's, um, I don't know very much about tubes when it comes to radios. Uh, what I've read and seen a lot about is the, the use of uh, tubes in computing. And that's something that like brings out the inner engineer in me, like how amazing these people were that managed to make a computer out of something like that and make it work and actually do something. That is really, really amazing. I mean, the Soviets actually went to space with tubes in their spaceships. And I mean, it was like, yeah, that, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jeff said in the chat that uh, he's posted a picture on Discord of a radio he's working on. So um, let's see if we can find uh, just the right window to share here and we'll put it up on screen. And if you're not in our Discord, that is uh, hamshow.eu slash Discord. And, um, and you can see a lot of nice pictures like this there. And uh, a lot of nonsense, uh, but we're a friendly place. Yeah, I think we we are the friendliest ham radio Discord. Absolutely, yeah. that is beautiful. So, and um, I don't know, I don't know enough about old electronics to even start talking about what's going on here in this picture. They look like a lot of firecrackers to me. That's yeah, a pretty cool looking capacitor. Yeah, that could easily be uh, actually uh, de facto firecrackers. I would not put power to that radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is cool how they built things, and this was like production stuff. Uh, it's not, it's not like a beautiful fab. Uh, yeah, before you remove it, uh, if you yeah, see uh, my screenshot there, a bit over uh, the uh, X6100 screenshot, yeah, um, from yesterday, that's somebody yeah. who had problems with their amp tuning. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure and, if that was a tube amp, but it was uh, damn strong to say the least. Yeah, um, yep. so uh, but uh, please do join our Discord. Uh, she had to put the link in the chat here, so um, we mm. have room for more. Uh, Hmm. more members there and uh just a reminder i see that the entries in our giveaway have stopped a little bit uh up here um we're at 14 entries uh just put hashtag magloop in the chat and you'll have your chance to win uh, uh this ham famous magloop that we're giving away yeah uh like my favorite piece of display technology is a tube related thing uh, and that's a nixie tube that you see behind me here and this is of course a rendering or an ai image but Nixie tubes, they are so amazing. So I I've also seen radios with them in them, uh, but just like the pure analog part of them working uh, the way they do. And they're so beautiful to watch as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, speaking about, I mean, serviceability on older radios, uh, it's a lot easier to trace what's going on in an older radio. And that can be a transistor radio as well than a newer SDR-based uh, radio with all surface mount components. Yeah, but on the other hand, the, a newer radio, uh, a lot more practical if you want to go in the field or probably at home as well. Just plug in power and the USB cable and you have everything you need to control it if you want to do any kind of digi-mode or whatever. Not yeah. sure how yeah. easy that is to do that on a tube radio. Uh, it, I mean, Digimodes is a matter of getting, uh, getting audio in and out and some kind of PTT trigger, uh, and you don't really need that as well, as long as you have Vox. So should yeah. be able to, to do that, but it's, it's not practical in the same sense though. 
No, it's more like the cat controlled part. Like you can always do Vox and uh, or PTT and send some audio out. That works. But uh, having it tune or change frequencies and everything, that's something else again. Yeah. But that, that, there, that, there, there is something slightly perverted about actually running a tube radio and running Digimods. That is, it shouldn't be done. <laughs> so you should you yeah, should only you should only I, use tube radios on AM then, Bob. Um, yeah, let's let's say let's say AM. <laughs> I think most most tube radios are AM. Are, are there are there yeah. a slew of uh, single sideband uh, tube radios? I wouldn't think so. That this uh this is a, a single sideband tube radio. The Halicrafters HQ one eighty. That's that's uh, yep. that's radio. So yeah, how I, about I tube amplifiers? I'm I'm always getting told that tube amplifiers are so robust you can't kill them; they will last your lifetime. Is that true? <laughs> Is that uh, ham lore? Is that? Uh, I don't think that's true. Uh, I don't think that's true because when everyone in my or when the discussion about a used tuner uh, pops up in my club, uh, everyone asks, "How old are the tubes?" And it yep. usually turns out that replacing the tubes might make a good deal not be as good anymore. Yeah, that that's right. Because, but because I, if I remember correctly, these old tubes they have a kind of um, plating inside. Uh, that gets used up over time, yeah. So uh, the older the tube uh, gets, the worse it gets. But on the other hand, if you haven't run a tube amplifier a lot of hours, it can be somehow rejuvenated by just turning it on and letting it sit and let that uh, special plating do its magic. So uh, you you can make an old radio that was not used very often uh, work again by just. Uh, running it basically yeah yeah it's amazing um jeff says that tubes are more forgiving than solid state amps and um i guess that's a good point especially when you're pushing a kilowatt or more um like italian qrp through uh <laughs> through an antenna with probably not the best uh best swr uh you share you're sharing a screen there is yet yes i that's, am uh, Put that up. I just went into this is like a Craigslist or whatever in Norway. It's a used parts store, and this is just radio radio tubes in Norwegian uh, for sale. And there's so much like new old stock Soviet NOS. I guess that's a, a common brand from them. There's so much available, and these ones like there seems to be have been made so many of these that have just been put in storage somewhere. Uh, not sure if this this looks more German, Kriegsmarine. Um, and it's really cool. And sometimes you see these like uh, amplifier ones for like 10 kilowatt power or whatever. So wow. seems like very practical. And something like this, uh, travel radio. Ooh. That's Is that a new radio? No. It's not a new radio. No, but that, that's got to be a transistor radio, though, considering the size. Miniature tube, they call it. So that's roughly a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a brief uh, uh, section of time before the transistor came up, yep. uh, where they miniaturized tubes, so you can get tiny, weeny little five or nine volt uh, tubes for the <laughs> for those things. It's, wow. Ooh, that's yeah. Great. So uh, something like that, but this is uh, then one hundred and fifty US dollars. So uh, it's not a cheap one. 
I, I just got to break in and say that uh, I'm running out of battery. That's why I got back to the car, uh, but there's no charging port here. So when I disappear, that's uh, that's why. Yeah. Well, then it's uh, hasta la vista. Yeah, we're Absolutely. getting closer to time as well. Uh, we yeah. are. Uh, we're at 47 minutes, so uh, I guess another two minutes and we'll do the drawing. Uh, and remember, put hashtag Magloop in the field if yeah. you want a chance to win this Magloop. And even if you win and you don't want it, um, you could um, you could just say ham it forward and we'll do another drawing. <laughs> so uh, no reason not to join the giveaway. Um and Jeff says, look up Nuvi store. So I am going to do that um, and see what pops up. And let's see what Wikipedia says here. Um, and William says that American tubes are different from European tube valves. Uh, not that I have any chance of elaborating anything on that that's probably the leg spacing the, the in in the, the european ones there are multiple of one and in the american ones there are multiple of uh 2.54 uh, ah so let's see here um yeah these are small transistors or small tubes sorry Ooh. oh cool <laughs> yeah that nice. looks so I would love a little radio uh, like that. That would be fun to have. That that would be fun to have just to have it. But um, apparently I have uh, too much fun to have just to have it <laughs> laying around here. I have an entire uh, floor of my house dedicated to fun to have. <laughs> I, I, I would be able to fit that small one. Not a big one, but the small one I would still be able to fit in, uh, in that. I'm always buying something I don't need. I see it in a store, like, and it's like, uh, yeah. I'm going yeah. to have. Can you, can you I'm make going an to amp with a new Vista? That's the question. Yeah. Can you make I'm like sharing. 20 watts out of a new Vista? I don't uh, know. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, sharing another one, Martin. Uh, you were sharing another one. Let's yep. add that to stage. And this is more like for the power or for the uh, ham radio uh, QRP guys. 10 kilowatts, weighs uh, 6 kilos, uh, 80 amps at 7 volts. So uh, it's a decent uh, piece of kit here. <laughs> Do you need to water cool it or no, it's, it's probably? Air -cooled. Yeah, air-cooled. Yeah, air -cooled. But, uh, I, I understand transistors. And I, I understand how to create a circuit with a transistor. And I, I understand the gain of a transistor. Does anyone have any idea what, what sort of gain you can expect from, let's say, a tube like that? Does it say? Gain coefficient 45 to 55. All right, so you need a, at least one uh, or probably multiple preamplifiers if you're going to get 10 uh, kV out of that. Yeah, and you also need a filament heater and some other uh, supporting circuitry for these ones. Uh, yeah. And you need uh, something to like um, control the cool blue LEDs that always glow up uh, tubes in new electronic equipment. <laughs> uh so let's see here we gotta do a drawing now um yep. and we have 15 uh entries into the giveaway uh any last taker will give you uh let's say 20 more seconds uh hashtag magloop in the chat yeah and i'm excluded as always i'm guessing yeah you are excluded as always 
Yeah, I remember you have to pay for the shipping if you're getting you're getting. You it. have to pay for the shipping, but um, I'm guessing outside Europe, about fifty-ish US dollars for shipping for this. Hmm. Guesstimating. Um, when we see where we have to ship it, we'll make a proper quote and see. And we could actually do that. Um, we could do that on air, actually. But I guess the 20 seconds have passed. We have 16 entries. So let's see who wins this fantastic ham famous mag loop. You're selling it so nicely. <laughs> Without the reduction gear. Did that help? Oh, Lee. Going back to the States. Going back to the States. Yep. This antenna is uh, is traveling more than some of uh, the other people around here. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. my first. This is my first February in the United States since 2021. So, um, yeah, some of us have traveled. Um, so, Lee, um, send me an email. Uh, send us an email, and we'll figure out shipping. And we can actually figure figure out how much shipping is at the moment here. Um, let's see here. Um, and this, sorry, this is in Norwegian, but um, it'll pop up with a value. See, the, the Norwegian Post has some place you can put in call signs and you get a quote for shipping. No, but you can actually put in somewhere where you're sending it and um, uh, get a quote for it. Yeah, and it's really fun, but because it also shows you what you can sell to the US. For example, you can sell uh, some uh, seal related products to the US. So that is 348 Norwegian kroner. Hmm. Not too bad. That's uh, about, uh, about thirty dollars. About thirty, yeah, about thirty-five dollars. I'd say. That's about what take. it cost me to send it your way. That's about right. Yeah. 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 Uh, in Texas too. That's cool. We'll get, it's going to go to Texas now. Yeah. So uh, congratulations, uh, Lee. Uh, and um, this giveaway was because I reached uh, 2,500 subs on my channel. And Lee is actually a member on my channel. So that's uh, that's pretty deserving, actually. Nice. That's fitting. Yes. Great. Hey, congratulations. So, congratulations. That's a great milestone. Uh, CQ, uh, at, CQ at hamshow.eu, Lee. Uh, send us an email. And... Um, uh we'll just uh, take everything from there and uh figure out what i need of information from you and um how much and how we'll do the money transfer for the postage and we'll get it done and that is probably the cheapest al705 you'll find anywhere <laughs> and if you if you do get really fed up with it and want to get rid of it then uh, get in touch and we can do another draw and I, uh, send it on to another viewer that would be very good fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh i'll, I'll, I'll even uh, it's like that cursed hot, hot potato that we are passing around no we are <laughs> <Yeah>. not <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put in a european ham show sticker and i'll um, look around my shack because i know i have a coastal waves and wire sticker here somewhere i think i have a couple left if you'll send me the uh, i got his address off the qrz i'll send him one I'll yeah so uh, awesome. Um, that's one less thing to uh, sell at the Hamfest next week. Yeah. And actually, I'm looking around the shack to find stuff to sell. And I probably have stuff to sell, but I don't really have stuff I really want to part with. <laughs> uh, well, so uh, do you have I, I, I'm going to look this far on stuff to sell. Yeah. What, what is I, that? That's an Icom R2R. 
I see R2. All right. Yeah. Uh, no. It's not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, the to the junk sale. By the way, I, I'm I'm like a kid in a candy store, uh, an ADHD kid in a candy store uh, when it comes yeah. to uh, junk sales. So, yeah, looking forward to Lord. that. Love Remember it. that I'm driving past your house with a big empty van. So if you need nice. to ship something big, uh, I can arrange that. When, when are you driving back? Uh, on Saturday evening. All right. But the problem then is that you would have to uh, deliver it to my wife, and I'm not sure if it's going to be there by the time I get back on Sunday. <laughs> well, he, he was never here. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> And um, yeah, I'm I'm just looking for two things at the ham fest. I'm looking for a 10 meter ham stick. Yep. And, I got one of those. Uh, yeah, uh, that does not really help me at the moment, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I need I a your bag loop, and you moved it on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking for 10 meter ham stick, and I'm gonna get some power poles, and that is actually what I have plans to buy. Yeah, I'm going for a crimping set for coax connectors because I'm. Oh, that that is expensive. I don't care. Um, you could it's, borrow mine. Uh, yeah, I never I never use it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Just sure. If driving I'm back and forth from his place to yours that would be more expensive than buying the the crimpers. I think. Yeah, it, I'm it not necessarily would. going for a new one uh, if there's a used one, but uh, and I'm looking for a long telescopic antenna, like 15 to 20 meter portable telescopic uh, fiberglass thing these are never portable trust me i have one of these yes it, 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 it's not it's luggable it's not yes. portable but uh, you can yes. move it from out uh, from the car and to a tree near the car that is possible yes yes <laughs> but then you can already get one of these wheel mounting bases where you just slide it over yeah um, you know you, you drive your uh, the, the, the car the over it and yeah, no, and then, that's not gonna hold the hold the mask. I, I have the 18 meter DX Commander mask. It's, yeah. it's a really nice thing, but it's heavy, and it, you you have to extend it on the ground and you have to lift it up. Uh, there, there's just no other way of doing it, and it's not practical. It's really hard work. Uh, mm. So calling that thing portable, that's that's a misnomer. I'm sorry. What what, what the size DX Commander? 18 meters, the biggest one. It's called a Nebula, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a it's the nebula. Yeah, nebula. I'm not going to use that for Zeta. No, that's, that's good to know. Or, or, so, or for, uh, for for Bob, it's the El Nebulator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. uh, very good. <laughs> but it it is actually called the nebula because some mispronunciation that uh, Callum's daughter had on a stream once. <laughs> yep. Um, so, um, those are the things I plan to look for there. Um, and good for me. I don't really have enough. I, I don't really have any spending money, um, uh, this time. So, um, that'll help. And there are a couple of nice talks as well, um, yeah. about, um, different radio related subjects. And then again, meeting all the hams you only meet at ham fests. Yeah. And, uh, Norwegian SOTA group is having a stand as well. Just showing off the mountains. Not sure if they're bringing a mountain, but they're gonna. <laughs> I, I would like them to like you know we can get those inflatable climbing mountains and just rig it out <laughs> outside. We'll put that. Basically, in the 
Mistbag is just a it's just a stone throw away, so you don't need to bring that into the convention hall. You can just point to the uh, point people in the right direction. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm activating that on Sunday, uh, by the way. Um, yeah, I have um, I have no plans of activating anything, uh, so we'll see what happens. But uh, there might be an activation, or there might not. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and I guess. Um, we're pretty much at the hour mark now, uh, having a nice talk about transistors and tubes and not really knowing what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> we're good at that. As usual. Yep. Yeah, as, no, as you... uh, exp no, no expertise whatsoever in the tube department. We should have invited somebody who knows what they're talking about. We should. <laughs> and and speaking about, oh, that that is, that is good that you said that because we have been talking on Discord about... Um, making a series about how hams in different European countries ham harder. And we need some guests. So if you want to be a guest or you know of someone who would like to be a guest or would be a good guest, uh, reach out to us, cq at hamshow.eu. Yeah. Yes, and I think this is a please do because that would be fun. Getting one from that, every country in Europe, that, that would be a very fun project. Yeah. That would be a really fun project. And just uh, figuring out how ham radio is done around Europe, um, that would be a lot of fun. Um, so um, if you want to be a guest, let us know. If you know about someone that want to be a guest, let us know. And um, there is a channel in our Discord called Stream Ideas. So that's a good place to pitch ideas to us. And we don't get a lot of ideas there. So if you have one, you're almost certain that we'll do a show on it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, there's um, also like if you've traveled a lot around in Europe, of course, uh, or other places, if you've been to some fancy D expedition, everything like that, people are usually interested and we really mm. interested as well. Yeah. 10 yeah. weirdest experiences at customs when showing your ham gear, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, uh, actually, uh, I just got to, I listened to Mike's show last, uh, last night when driving home from work. And uh, one of the guys there, I don't remember who it was because I only had the audio, said that he was stopped in TSA by a, a ham that had to inspect his gear. And he was <laughs> sure he just looked around his bags to see what kind of gear he had backed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got stopped yeah. by somebody today while out in my park uh, uh, testing the antenna. And that guy actually knew what ham radio was. That was amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was uh, the closest I've ever been to some sort of warden like you have over there in the States, Walt, that stop you when you're having fun uh, out in the park. Uh, yeah. And uh, this, uh, this guy was like the same thing for our uh, local uh, municipality. Right. Yeah. Never seen anyone out being checking like the area before, but uh, yeah, he was killing a lot of fish. Like there, it's been overpopulated by fish that lake, so they're they removed like thirteen hundred pikes during the Christmas. Wow! Yeah, or since Christmas. In in a, in a frozen lake. In a small lake, yes. That was frozen over, and they chose to do it winter time. I, I think they do it uh, throughout the year, but uh, it's been frozen over and thawed again and so on. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds a lot simpler to do that in the summertime with one stick of dynamite, but uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been talking about yeah. how cold it is in Norway, and I feel bad now because it was six degrees yesterday celsius here and i was out and i'm in my video complaining about how cold it is when it's six i I, I can't say anything it was plus 18 last uh, week here 
Yeah. Plus yeah. 18 yeah, in February, completely insane. And for American <laughs> flight, it was 42 degrees. That's uh, halfway, that's almost six. So yeah. And I was in my second to last video, I went to a summit uh, and it was seven degrees Celsius. So I wore a t-shirt because it was nice and warm. Oh, yeah, it's like <laughs> a heat wave for you guys. Okay. Uh, but we're a bit over time. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast, uh, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts because that helps promote the podcast as well. Uh, so we'd really appreciate that. Uh, surprisingly, many people listen to our podcast, actually. We do better when you more podcast listeners than watchers, uh, viewers on YouTube. Uh, (laughs) It's not too far from the truth, there, Tobias. (laughs) And on on that on that note, we'll see you next week. Uh, Pitch us an idea in uh, our Discord, and uh, we'll make a show on it. Uh, Seven three guys. Seven three. Seven three. Bye.